0: Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season Two Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I'm your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne, coming to you every Friday on lessonsinlifeandlove.com and on my app, Lessons in Life and Love on the go. I'm all about helping you transform your life in all areas into one that you're passionate about and to help you attract and have the love that you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to change the way the world loves. So you'll learn how to have emotionally healthy, evolved and conscious love and how to avoid toxic, painful, traumatic relationships which seems too prevalent today. It's time to help you create the life that you desire and have the love that you deserve. So, if you have a personal concern, I invite you to meet with me for a life and love transformation discovery session this week. Just sign up at my website, rianamilne.com. So let's dive in, love angels and transformers. Today is part two of the series from surviving to thriving in life, love, and career. Learning the mindset for success in all life areas. This original six hour coachathon was for single women, but much of this information will be good for men as well. To get part one of the series, listen to last week's show number 56. I hope you enjoy all the information. Welcome ladies, good morning, and thank you so much for spending your Saturday with me. Much of my information is from my program, From Dating to Mating, the Life and Love Transformation Program for Singles, and we are going to cover a lot of Module 1, which is called Awake to Awareness. Parents out there, please make your children safe to tell you the truth. I remember one of my interviews with Alexa. We have several of them on my YouTube channel. But she says, Mom, I never remember you yelling at me, like not once. And I read early on when I did my studies on raising good kids, I I got a lot of my information from the Doman Institute, called the Baby Better Institute back then. And it was outside of Philadelphia. I grew up in Huntington Valley, outside of Philly. And I could drive there. I picked up materials. I was teaching my kids from babies and they were reading by two years old. And I was doing the psychological things to raise successful kids. And not that I meant my kids to be science experiments, but, you know, they've gone on to have very successful careers. And Alexi is won the Millennial Mentor Award and Top 11 Entrepreneurs in Ford and Inc. Magazine. I mean, 35 years old. This stuff works. That's the bottom line. What you tell your kids verbally, you're teaching them the mindset of success. It's so important that you learn that if you're parents. And I love teaching this work and seeing it work with my clients and their children. Control. If you have a partner that wants to control you, that means you had no control as a child. So you grow up craving control as an adult or the partner you're with lacks their own personal control and they want to control you. Very important that if you have someone that's controlling that, you be very careful and manipulates and seduces that means uses charm or humor to be liked and people that are funny usually use humor to cover up either a lot of insecurity or to manipulate, to be charming. And a lot of people with high humor or sarcasm came from difficult childhoods. Be careful around that, and manipulation and seduction. Now, I'll give you an example of that. Let's say a little boy comes home with his F on a test. He, he's scared to death he's going to be beat by his father. He changes it into an A gets away with it, he goes, wow, lying works. So this is lying, manipulating the facts. And the same child that doesn't feel very loved at home may go in and schmooze his female teacher. So he learns to be charming and cute and funny with the teacher of the class clown. Okay, may grow up to be very popular, very popular, very well-liked, and yet had very high insecurity issues. We want to be very careful about that charming person. Blames won't apologize. Someone that blames you all, the time and they'll never apologize that is signs of sociopathy they need to be right they lack remorse they can't see your point of view they need their point of view forced upon you this is a really bad warning sign you want to see that early on and then people pleasing happens a lot to women because as little girls we're told to be quiet go to your room, don't say anything, shut down. Us little girls handle difficult mothers or fathers by people pleasing them. You could have experienced verbal abuse, emotional abuse. You wanna be liked, you wanna be loved, you wanna get a hug, you'd love to get a compliment. (laughs) So you do anything to keep the peace. And then you've learned to do that as a partner due to her childhood traumas. And many, many women score high on the ACOA test in this section. Going back to with five or more ACEs or CTs, sociopathic tendencies could emerge. Now, definitely when you're in the range of eight, nine, and 10, you're more sociopathic personality type. And in 2011, when I was starting my research, one in 25 people were sociopathic, according to Martha Stout's book, which was excellent, The Sociopath Next Door. However, the research is saying now more like six or seven out of 25. So it's getting worse. There's a lot of people walking around wounded with childhood traumas, and they are hurting a lot of people. I get this question asked a lot. What if someone doesn't heal their past trauma? Well, emotional trauma affects unconscious problematic behaviors and patterns that become so unconscious, you're not even realizing a lot that you're doing them. That's part of the issue, you don't realize it biochemistry, and your health. That means the early disease onset, like I mentioned. Your belief system or your mindset, what you think becomes negative and faulty. And you live in this world of lack of trust, fear-based, negative thinking. It's scary for you to risk or to take on a new challenge. You don't think you can do it. So you better feel safe just not doing it and accepting it or people in these long-term relationships. You know, I won't find somebody else if I divorce. Um, There's not enough men out there for me. I can tell you the world is very abundant. There's plenty of men and nice men and good men that want love out there. So it is all about your mindset, right? And how you think, and people can read it on your face and in your body and in your energy, which we call your aura. How do you show up? Do you show up happy and alive and ready to take on the day? Do you show up with a smile on your face or are you walking around pissed off with a negative attitude? People can read that, they can feel that. A lot of my men say, I can tell so many women that I date are desperate. For a partner that it scares the hell out of me. I date them once. I don't ever want to talk to them again because they come off so needy. We don't want you to be that way. We want you to be confident and relaxed and have fun with the dating process. Center of Disease Control in the Kaiser Studies, again, shows it goes through this generation. So we want to stop the cycle now. And if you stop it, you can teach your friends and you can teach your kids, right? But when experiencing an ACE as a child, we're unable to process it and release it at that time, storing it in the unconscious conscious mind and the body cells, the body and brain cells. The brain is definitely affected and we have to work with the brain to calm the body down and get it healed because when the traumatized, the body remembers. And the best way to sum it up is your biography, your life story becomes your biology, which leads to early death, cancer, heart attacks, disease, chronic fatigues, and many, many other illnesses. Whew. Right. Okay. Let's go to the ACOA checklist. I found this early on. It's by Sylvia K. Uh, and Ronnie Fisher. And I found it to be brilliant. And what I did when, before I gave it to my clients is I took all the headings off. Because I thought if you knew the headings, you're not going to want to answer the test honestly, right? You know, it's like, oh, it's self-esteem. Mm, okay, how should I mark this? And they just wanted it in the present. How do you feel then? But I wanted to also know, do you remember feeling that way in the past? So when you do my test, you'll see a X box for remembering you felt that way in the past. And do you feel that way today? Because a lot of people have healed some of that stuff from the past and they don't feel it currently, or they feel it in the past and currently today. And then that's an area I know I have to put a lot of special attention on, okay? If you did your ACOA test and recorded your answers, again, I have a pile of them here from you guys. So if you ever want to go over them with me, I have them. But the first level is self esteem and confidence. The second one is a need for control, perfectionism, and being rigid. Section C was communication skills and having a loving connection if you're struggling in those areas. Section D is your level of self-esteem. How good are you avoiding conflict? And are you able to speak your needs and your feelings without anxiety? Section E is impulsivity and disorganization. How well are you able to take responsibility? And if you score high in Section E with impulsivity, it tends to get you and your partners and relationships in the worst problems. So if you've ever dated anyone impulsive, you can put it in the chat. Did it get you and your relationship in trouble? Because with my impulsive partner, it certainly did. And then I had to climb out of that hole when I was living in total integrity and he was not. And it was very, very destructive and hurtful to me for a long time. And F is people pleasing. And again, that one tends to be very high for the ladies just to feel love, acceptance, to keep peace. And, and to just manage your environment when you were young. Now, the subtypes, if you remember, you had to choose perfectionistic and rigid or disorganized and impulsive, usually one and two go together and three and four go together. So if you're perfectionistic, sometimes you can tend to be rigid. And if you're disorganized, you tend to be impulsive. And then I've also found using this test over 20 years that two of the sections score particularly high than the others. And those are the sections that we really look at for you individually and we make sure we pay attention as we work on healing your past. How many of you have any of these? And, or your partners have had these if you've dated in relationships. So, bouts of depression. Ongoing anxiety or unhealed situational anxiety. If you have anxiety around a certain situation, it's still not healed. Any fears still or panic attacks coming up. Faulty coping and behavioral patterns like jealousy or control or being demanding. Low self-esteem and confidence. Low trust in others, really for no reason, but you don't have trust, which is a false negative assumption, right? Feeling not good enough or unworthy in any way or any category. Quick to anger or moody. You take a lot of things personally. Any code dependency issues with your partners or choosing those that aren't good enough for you. You could have be bipolar or borderline personality because it was modeled to you your whole life. So you may be someone with quick trigger anger. You may have bipolar tendencies. Malignant narcissist person. I did a whole talk on narcissism, but there's two types of narcissism. There's healthy narcissism and there's malignant narcissism. The sociopath, again, uses people for pleasure or profit, and they are malignant narcissists, as are psychopaths who are sociopaths who kill. That will give you the delineation and the severity, psychopath, sociopath, malignant narcissists, healthy narcissists, from severe to less severe. Often disorganized, cluttered, or messy, irresponsible, poor work history. If they were fired from jobs, saying, Great, you finally got the job, they can't hold on to it. Or they feel stuck in a career, unhappy, but won't change. Impulsive in words, thoughts, and actions. Any fear of abandonment, insecure, or jealous. Refuses to apologize or forgive, or you often shut down emotionally. History of poor relationship dynamics. Now, these are just 16. A probably 30 plus personality dynamics that can show up for my clients. When people come to me, again, it's a very individualized situation. When I work with you, I've been working with this so long that I know how to put the patterns together and help you. Alicia, it was a scary story. I'll share this with you. I wanted to share an update with you. My husband moved out and I filed a protective order for me and my son because things started to get violent just like you predicted they would. Once ACOA trauma started resurfacing again, she was in the cycle after a period of calm. You were so right. I was dealing with an unstable, irrational, and delusional person, and everything you told me about on the sociopathic checklist was him. When you suggested I look further, you were right. I found a secret life. Multiple women and escort services were called, and I found out he was doing drugs. I lived with an imposter. And that's how I felt. So I knew when she was talking to me, I knew that there was more to her story. And she said, I want to send you a billion thank yous for helping me move forward. You're an angel sent from above. You saved my life. And I was so worried about her, of course, as a young lady, but also her six-year-old son. You know, when I get letters like this, it really moves me because... Some of you know my story of my other good friend, Corinne, who was murdered by her boyfriend. When I was 24 years old, she was only 23, and she was my three-year roommate at Penn State. And I saw a lot of toxic dynamics in him, and I begged her to break up with him. And she definitely had love addiction. You know, she broke up, go back, broke up, go back. And the studies say, you know, breakups are about seven in these toxic relationships before you move on, unless you get help. About seven times you try to break away and then you go back if you have these tendencies. And she went back after I left, I was a year ahead of her, went back for a visit and to show her my baby, Stefana. And I was talking with her and she couldn't talk to me in the eyes. And I'm like, walk me out. Something's wrong. She had put on probably about 75 pounds and she had a broken leg. And I'm like, what is going on with you? And she said he had me on camera. He was watching what I was saying to you. And I said, are you ready to get out? Let me bring you home with me. I can leave now. We'll pack a bag. She said, no, no, no. I, I said, okay, we have to have a plan for you. So you know, people in this kind of situation, like Alicia and some of my other clients, we have to do a definite solid plan to get you out safely. And unfortunately, Corinne said her plan was solid. She went to pack her things. I said, is someone there with you? Don't do this alone. Yes, I have help. Well, she ended up murdered that weekend. I was not able to save Corinne, even though I tried. I didn't do well enough. So it is part of my passion to help people like Alicia or anyone else on the call that's in a toxic relationship. You don't deserve to live like this. You know, there's a better way. And we can get you out. And I'm thinking of one of my other clients that I had to get out of her relationship that was in one of my DTM classes. And she is just blossoming now and doing so well in life. And there is life on the other side of this, ladies. And I don't want you to stay stuck in this pattern. I help you all move from pain to joy, from fear and frustration to confident and conscious mindset, from doubt and indecision to success in all life areas, from negative mindset to positivity, from anxiety to peace and calm, from not feeling good enough to having purpose in your life and feeling great. That's what the transformation is for. You're up to Olya. I can't say enough about this beautiful young lady and her journey. Her journey was very scary as well. She'll tell her story better than I can. Let me bring Olya on to answer the questions as you hear her story we're going to share the mini video that I took Mm -hmm. from your podcast with me. And thank you personally for being with us.
1: Well, thank you so much. And thank you for all your help.
0: You're welcome, sweetie. So I'm going to play your video now. Mm -hmm. I have a very special guest, one of my graduates, Ola Carlin, joining us today. Hi, Ola. How are you?
1: I am good. How are you, Rihanna?
0: Very good. It's so good to see you. And I want to welcome Welcome to you to our show and to our listeners. This is Olia Carlin, but I love, love working with Olia. What a transformation! She has made, uh, I remember when she reached out to me, it was during Hurricane Irma here in Florida. I'm running around in my shorts and a ponytail, and she was so distraught. I'm like, I have to help this woman right now. I said, if you don't mind, I'm going to meet with you. But if the electricity goes off, I may not be able to talk to you for another three days.
1: Thank you for making the call during the hurricane and helping me out. The day that I called you, I was so down. I felt so depressed. I was away from my family at a business conference and I could not focus on my work because I just needed help because I was so desperately unhappy. You stayed on the phone with me listening, really connecting with me like probably for two hours. Mm -hmm. and it was life-changing. I want (laughs) this woman to help me.
0: (laughs) Yes. Olya came to the United States as an immigrant at age 18 from Russia. So that was a big transition in her life to begin with, which is pretty scary for anyone at any age, and she was alone. Olya, from there, how does your journey begin with love?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I didn't speak the language. Right. started dating this like I remember the first guy I thought he was like this big shot and with my limited english i started dating him Later, I found out he was the biggest liar in the world due to my not enough knowing about the country itself. Yeah.
0: Well, it's so much to learn all at one time, but he he probably zeroed right in on your being naive. There's so much to learn, not even the language barrier, but just the customs and the way of being.
1: And from then on, things were just like a bit crazy. So as a part of the program, you helped me change the story I created about Mm -hmm. love and relationships relationships because I had like all these horrible memories and you helped me actually bring back the good memories and rewrite the story so I didn't feel like I was unlovable it's just all part of the journey and it had to happen for me to finally be where I am now
0: yeah, you had a rough road back in Russia. You had a very tough life there and you came to America for a new chance. Now let's let's go into it. How your life has totally changed. People come with high anxiety, bouts of depression, fear-based negative thoughts, scared to take risks. And this is part of the childhood trauma that happened to you. So the whole program I described like a rainbow. You're starting on the left side where you don't know what you don't know, and you don't know how to feel better. And as you're learning from the coaching, the workbooks, and the books, and our interaction, as you share with me, I can coach you back. That's just kind of how it works. But as Olya shared with me, her story, like she said, we were able to change her mindset around all of that. And yet, although we did not distort the facts, we had the facts, but... People stay stuck in their pain and their negativity normally. So instead, we had to find the positive and teach her the rest that she never learned. And most of us, even in the U.S., don't learn how to love properly, what to look for in an emotionally healthy person I wasn't taught that by my parents. I wasn't even taught that in my master's program in psychology. You would have thought that would have been a great thing for us therapists to learn, but they did not teach us those things. That would have been very practical for our clients. So that research came on my own.
1: I was able to become more compassionate human being, patient, love, and My son, because he couldn't understand why my dad was splitting up, you
0: know, Mm -hmm.
1: but I definitely did not want him to assume that a crying mother every single day was okay.
0: Yes, that's when she had come to me and I was really, really worried about her child also in adopting childhood trauma because as we know it does go through the generations and until you stop the patterns for yourself then you can teach your child a different way so i know you all you're teaching your son positive conscious mindset and awareness and all these skills that you learn when you teach your kids they become so successful and loving and beautiful adults. And it's really, really great to see. So I'm glad we got you and your son when he still was young. I think six years old is how old he was when you signed up. I think that was really, really wonderful for you to even take that leap of faith for him as well as yourself.
1: With your help, I was able to figure out what is not negotiable. Right. What do you have to have for this relationship to work? and what is not that important. So when I started dating again, if I saw the red flags, when something mm-hmm. was unnegotiable, I was out. I saw a sign that was eh, but I knew it was like really not that big of a deal. I did not allow this to cloud my judgment. Good. So that's why I stuck with it. That was like really, really big. Dating is like a numbers game, right? That's
0: mm-hmm. what
1: I said. And in the eight-month period, until I became exclusive with my boyfriend now, I went through a number of dates. Mm -hmm. Some ended at our conversation over text message or the phone. Some were one-daters, three-daters. Some were like, you know, a couple of months, whatever. But I was able to end relationships short or long on very good terms.
0: That's good. That's beautiful. We have something that we teach, end it in a spiritual way with the three Gs. Goodbye, good luck, and God bless. And it's okay if you feel someone's just not quite a match for you. Eventually, that comes out within two to four months. You can always find when you're spiritual something wonderful in everyone that you meet right? So the first couple dates are really great, but sometimes it takes a little time to really see if you're lining up and your values match, your spirituality matches, your direction you're going in life, your degree of altruism, what your business goals are, what their goals are and do they match in business or in life. And that takes some time. Some people can't figure that out right away, but also with the ammunition of what we want to avoid this can be seen really easily on the first date. We call that a one and done. When we ask a few questions that my clients learn to ask on the first or second date, you can sometimes tell on that first date, nope, not for me. You know? And then others you can tell maybe by the third date or the fourth date. And then some you need to invest a little bit more time, two to four months, to see if it's really going along in that direction. But how did you meet your current partner? And then how did you know the difference that he was the one?
1: First of all, I learned through our program that love was not just chemistry. I knew to my childhood and my experience, I associated love with highs and lows of chemistry. Mm -hmm. And now I knew that was not what I needed long term to heal my childhood wound. I needed a very secure partner, and I knew how I needed to feel on the inside. So I met my current partner on com. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? good. Okay. That was, like, super awesome because, remember, like, I did not even want to date.
0: You did not want to go on those online platforms. I forced you. I, I admit that.
1: <laughs> so like, Ole, you're feeling this out, <laughs> pushing the button, and you are getting out there. Yes. I want you to do it while we're still working together and I'm gonna help you. So I was like, okay, Rihanna, I guess I'm gonna do it. <laughs> it took us probably good eight months of literally just kind of like talking and having a date here, a date there. He's a busy person and I'm building my business around like a little bit before Christmas time of 2018. I remember at this point, every single time we would meet after the date, I would just kind of like examine how do I feel? Mm -hmm. And I just felt good. I felt peaceful. That's good. Happy. I felt very much like whole because at that point already so much time has gone by and I was able to check off all the needs and wants and kind of like figure everything and watch
0: out. for those red flags they, the, the clients my clients get 36 red flags to be watching for that's good you didn't see any of that
1: so I did all of that so by then I was able to relax and allow myself to feel the chemistry like Mm -hmm. literally I allowed myself to feel the chemistry and then a couple weeks later when he completely opened to me emotionally and spiritually and really allowed me to see what probably nobody else ever gets to see,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it matched my inner world, my spirituality, like I never knew was even possible. All doubts gone. Absolutely.
0: And I love that you took it slow and really got to know each other's friends first. So many people today want to rush so quickly to sexuality, and that's not the way to build a long-lasting relationship, because how the man is driven for sexual encounters most of the time. After that, that's all they want. And they kind of just forego that meeting process and really getting to know you and the deeper core level. So you really did take your time and that was great. What were some of the qualities that you really liked? What were some of the things that he matched for you?
1: To be able to have a very intelligent and smart conversation.
0: Yes, conversation. It's very important. The they connection.
1: A family person you know? mm-hmm. and he raised two amazing sons values about the family were amazing good money you and I talked about it 's not about like you know how much money you have, but how do you manage the money that you have
0: yes, beautiful, and that you could trust him he 's honorable, integrity, doing the right things when nobody 's looking. Those are always high on that list. No addictions or other issues. We name a good list. I think it's about 15 qualities that you really want in that partner. So every time you're dating, you say, does this really match up? And sometimes it's difficult because like I said, you'll find someone that meets half the list, but then after a while it starts feeling empty for you. And it's like, Nah, this is not quite the one. (laughs) Because you have to really feel that they meet almost all of them. I mean, Dr. Phil says if you have eighty-five percent, you're pretty lucky. I'd like to see ninety-two, you know, (laughs) so that you feel very, very comfortable. But you have learned so much, Olya. What would be some advice that you could give to our listeners? Let's start with dating tips first.
1: Well, to be able to even start dating. You have to take really good care of yourself. When I came to you crying all the time, (laughs) like nervous wreck, the first thing you told me was vitamin therapy, sleep, diet. Mm, So I would call it a dating tip because like you cannot be a mess and get out there and expect to have a great time dating. So take care of yourself. Right. Help,
0: as you know? we say it, you have to be a successful single first. Yes. Yes.
1: Take your time to figure out your needs. So take things slow. Figure out exactly what you need, and be willing to make friends. When you go out on a date, just with the idea that you're looking at a person as a human being, and you're looking to make friends, really go through this list of needs and all of that. Be in charge of your emotions. Don't let the chemistry take over. Love it. (laughs) Because very often when we start feeling this crazy chemistry, it blocks the reasoning. And then it turns into months or a year or years of heartache, which is hard on your health. So we don't want that.
0: That's very true. Yeah, the chemistry ignites the phenylalanine running around in the brain, turns the hot spots on. You do start losing some of your reasoning, your rationale. The oxytocin is released, which is the bonding chemical. So you're actually bonding very quickly to someone who really may not be your type. If you're not someone who lives with conscious awareness. People that go through my program, they learn to wait as long as they can, really analyzing, asking a lot of questions, seeing if that person is right for them in many ways uh, before getting involved. And if they're not, then they just release them in love and hopefully they stay friends. And if so, then they keep dating and then eventually the intimacy comes. And by the time it comes, it just feels right. There's no awkwardness. It's not weird. It's just loving friendship. It's real connection. That's what I'm feeling now. <laughs> That's great. What other parenting or life tips would you have for our listeners? Because you are a parent, you're a mom, and other things that you learned about life that you had used some of these skills, the mindset for success skills. How has that improved your life?
1: It pays off big time to be a happy, human being. Because then your life, your business, parenting, everything flows naturally and feels amazing, right? Yes. So, I take care of yourself first, be a happy, successful single person. And when you have the strength inside of you, follow all the tips for dating and go out there and treat your children as little adults. They observe everything. Yes. They're learning from you every single moment. If you're not taking care of yourself and you're snapping at them and all this stuff, you are perfect in their eyes. So they will receive this behavior. Really be happy inside of you.
0: And I love it.
1: Your goodness for the world.
0: You and I also did a lot of business coaching together. You were someone trying to get your health and oils business off the ground and we brainstormed a lot of things. I helped you with a lot of marketing. I helped you to expand your ideas on not just selling oils but going further and deeper. You're also doing yoga. So can you take our listeners through that journey of where you were in business and where you are now?
1: Oh my gosh, you know, everything changed, as you can imagine, because back then, I used yoga and essential oils to give myself some peace, and because it kind of like worked for me, this is what I wanted to share with people. But now that I am so much more grounded and truly healthier and happier, I have a much better understanding of my bigger purpose in life. That's what you taught me.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: Live on purpose. So my business from this and trying to sell yoga, sell oils like out of fear and anxiety that I'm not going to have enough money. Instead of this, I am empowering people to live an abundant, amazing life. And my business now is called Healthy Made Easy, because it is simple, Mm
0: -hmm. if you know what
1: you're doing, but it's not easy for most people.
0: Right, that's true.
1: (laughs) So now I have tools and testing and coaching ability because of My inner self now is so much stronger. I'm able to hold people's hands much better Mm -hmm. and easy for them.
0: That's great, Olya. And really with the childhood trauma information that you learned, when you see fear or anxiety in one of your clients, I know that you're using the education that you got to help calm their anxiety and teach them to get beyond the childhood trauma responses because you knew how to do it for yourself. And in every business, because we know from the research, 90% of adults are somehow impacted in life or love due to childhood trauma. Whenever either you're a coach or a teacher or someone working with adults in some way and they have this fear-based, limited, negative thinking, When you get this information for yourself and you learn to change that mindset into one based on success, then you have the tools to teach your clients and then they excel better, which makes your business improve
1: absolutely
0: it's really awesome I know you didn't come to me for business training but I know you were panicked about it Mm -hmm. and I said let's get over the crises let you get into a better mode let's get you out there dating and then let's work on your business Mm -hmm. and really have you excel in all those areas I'm just so proud of you and your journey
1: thank you and when I talked to my accountant about the kind of training that you and I did he was like oh she coached you in business I was like yes You have an LLC? Yes. Well, we can write off (laughs) your life and love coaching as business coaching because you got quality business advice.
0: That's right. A couple of my other clients have done that as well. Any of my listeners like are struggling in business as well as their personal life, there's usually a reason. It goes hand in hand and it's all around your mindset. That's why we have to do the life skills first and get your heart, mind, soul all together, all calm, all peaceful but knowledgeable, right? Very much conscious awareness. And then we can get down to the dating skills, the business skills, the parenting skills, and everything else that you want to improve on your whole life area. And then they don't go away. You've got them forever, which is a really beautiful thing. Oh, Ola, again, I can't thank you enough for sharing your journey with my listeners and just your life and your heart with me. Not only are you my clients, but you're like family and friends because we get so close. We work through so much difficult transition and just holding your heart in your space when you need me. And it's just such a beautiful journey. And we even talked about you coaching for me one day, but then your business just took off. Because I think you'd be amazing, as so many of my other graduates would, because you're so excited about who you are now. And we both remember that starting point. I wish you so much love and happiness with your new handsome man. Of course, if you need an officiant, you know who to call. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> all right my love thank you so much Ola I love and adore you I know love you okay you can see the joy that we have in working together I hope we gave you some really great solid tips I also want you to get the feeling of how great that feels when you are on the other side of the rainbow that's what it feels like well, we're gonna stop here for today in lessons in life and love and next week we'll go into part three which will cover are you code? dependent are you being emotionally abused what is love addiction and so much more we'll continue this series on from surviving to thriving in life love and career the mindset for success in all life areas okay love angels and transformers that's all we have time for today i appreciate you sharing the love and the mission of helping me change the way the world loves by sending the show link to your friends who you love and care about Please take a moment to subscribe and give a five-star rating to the show and comment on what you like about it and want to learn in an upcoming podcast episode in, in com website or on your favorite podcast app. You can easily share the show from there. Remember, you can reach out for help from me during the week at my website, rihannamilne.com and get my free ebook at HaveTheLoveYouDeserve.com. HaveTheLoveYouDeserve.com. And as always, I am here to help you create the life that you desire and to have the love that you deserve. Have a blessed and fabulous week.